According to legend, the first ever pizza was delivered to Queen Margherita of Italy in 1878. From that moment forth, pizza seemed to reign supreme as the food of choice for home delivery. Until Grubhub, Uber Eats and DoorDash began offering customers a gastronomical bonanza of choice. Neither thick, thin, round or square pizzas were able to compete as pizza dropped to a meager 9% share of online ordering. Mi dispiace, Vostra Maestra. I'm sorry, Your Majesty. Hi, Heidi, and hi, Brent. Hello hi there. How are you doing? Well, I agree with the opening sentiments of this one. Delivery has definitely changed, and you've got me thinking about food. You were asking me <laughs> how I'm doing. I'm a little bit peckish now. <laughs> but anyway, please elaborate. We keep talking about market changes and market shifts, and this is something that's kind of crept up on us, which is a technology shift that came right. through the pandemic that I think people haven't observed, but we have a monopoly that's in deep, deep trouble. Uh-oh. For years, it's been the food you get as delivery is pizza. Yeah. Rare exceptions in New York City or in a few other places, there might be other delivery options, but it's pizza. With all of the technology and accessibility changes that happened during the pandemic, you saw a real sea change where all other types of food are suddenly on the radar for delivery. Right. So what was it about pizza that made it so good? The perfect delivery food? The profit margin was always there. Pizza is a very cheap product to produce. Right, right. It's very quick to produce. In five minutes, you can have a pizza out the door. I think Domino's used to have some 20 minutes or less to your house or it's free, something like that. Right, I remember that. I think that was the positive, And it was also a universally accepted food, whether it was good or bad. Right. And it's it was always accepted by everybody. <laughs> it's going to arrive better than French fries. French fries do not oh, do well yeah. with delivery. Yes, and I don't know how McDonald's does delivery of fries. I can't imagine cold McDonald's, but they do deliver now. Well, that was going to be my next point. If, if a pizza arrives a little bit cold, five minutes in the oven, it's back up. If you can't finish it all, well, cold pizza for breakfast. Tomorrow. We've <laughs> all done that. Yeah. <laughs> I will actually cite a case that happened. The other evening, we went on to Grubhub. Oh, I hate Grubhub. Anyway, we went on to Grubhub, ordered a meal, and of course, it was more complicated than the basic pizza. And not for the first time, something is missing by the time the driver arrives at the door. Yep. yep. Um, and that happens all the time now. Yeah, well, and it, I, I hate to beat up on Grubhub, but yesterday, someone dropped food off outside our door that was not for us. Yeah. They just picked an apartment to drop it off. I opened the door to take the trash out, and I'm like, hey, someone gave us food. I have no idea who it belongs to. So I had to walk it down to the doorman and say, here's some food. I don't know who this is because it had no name or anything on it. But why pizza and why is pizza the victim here? Right. They have because they had this convenient monopoly. Right. Pizza was the delivery game. And interestingly, which I hadn't noticed until I started looking into this, Domino's and Papa John's are listed on the stock exchange. Right. So that means that Big Pizza has built this decades-long monopoly. They have shareholders expecting a return, and all of a sudden the dynamics of their market has changed. 
It's like the taxi companies had it their own way for so long. Here comes Uber. Bingo. Yeah. It's yeah. the exact same thing. And yeah. does it have yeah. you noticed that Domino's is now selling lava cakes pasta? Yeah. Yep. They're trying to be everything for everyone. It's interesting, one of them, and I won't name which one, you've probably seen the commercials, where they pay you to deliver it yourself because they're having a hard time getting drivers oh and getting delivery people because Grubhub and everyone else has taken all their delivery right, right. people. So if you go to their store and pick it up, they'll give you, I think it's $3 towards your next pizza, which is about half price on some of these pizzas. I think, you know, you raised a, a, a really interesting point there. It's because of the markup on pizzas, it allowed a lot of these pizza places, mm -hmm. and, I, and I used to see this in London, it's everywhere, to actually have their own delivery service yep. way ahead of Grubhub. Yep. Yep. And you, you would think that if they were innovative and creative, they would have seen this coming yeah. and got with other restaurants and said, hey, my people are already running around. Do you want to tag Why on? don't you just piggyback off of my people? Yeah. But it's they've been in such a monopoly and such a money-making scheme, they didn't even think creatively. Yeah. I would like to think that Grubhub is going to hit a wall at some stage. I mean, I know a lot of people that simply will not use it because it, it is so expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you could start off with three burgers, add some fries, and suddenly you're at $60. Yeah. yeah. And this happened the other evening. Add in some shakes for the kids that never arrived, and I'm up at $80 yeah. Yeah. for an average hamburger meal yeah and next time you do that ask your grubhub driver what else does he do he's probably an uber or lyft driver also yeah 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 this yeah. is just another gig to add to the gig economy that people are trying to survive off of yeah i get that but that seems to me that's almost like the achilles heel of the business is is the delivering the food this whole market and i find this fascinating i can't remember how it came to my attention but this is the definition of a market in disruption. You have labor mm. problems with delivery. You have technical issues where food is being delivered. Burgers don't do so well. Sushi does wonderfully. How is this going to play out? Are some foods going to end up being disadvantaged through the delivery yeah, model yeah. and drop out of them? Pizza is clearly threatened and is trying to maintain its margin for its stockholders yeah i certainly would be selling my stock in pizza hut <laughs> at this point did i right. own any if i was setting up a business to tap away at grubhub's business it wouldn't be a food company it would be a courier service yeah yeah you know think of the number of people that show up to your house to deliver things yeah. You probably have on a week five or six separate people yep. showing you. Now, the mailman shows up and you still have milk service, which is awesome. Yep. And then you have Amazon showing up. You probably have FedEx and UPS occasionally show up. Grubhub, Fresh Direct, everything. Why are they not consolidating their services? Absolutely. And they will. And Someone this is will do that. All in disruption. And the answer is going to be in how it plays out. Right. What I find kind of interesting about where you guys are hitting on that delivery is the essential piece on this. Absolutely. Yeah. Even though I'm not a fan of Amazon, what's really coming out of this discussion is Big Pizza yeah. is failing to make the leap that Amazon did. Amazon went from being a bookstore to being an everything store. Yeah. And Big Pizza 
is still holding on to the food piece and never saw the opportunity to become a logistics delivery place. And I think you're absolutely right. I think it's a bit like Red Bull is a marketing company that just sells a drink. Yeah. Right. Whoever's going to win this market space is a logistics or courier company that also sells pizza. It's fascinating to look at the reaction of the big pizza monopoly. They Mm. had two options here. They can defensively try and hold on to their territory, which is what they're doing by offering chocolate lava cakes and pasta and everything else. Or they can reimagine who they are to their clients and what their relevance to their clients is. And that's actually a core question that Brent and I always ask our clients. Are you relevant? And that's closely where big pizza's getting to. Are you relevant anymore? And the answer is not so much. Not so much. And I know from a small business point of view, it seems like, well, what can we do if we run a small restaurant? We're being sort of held at ransom by these large organizations now. But there is a small restaurant near us. They sell Thai, they sell sushi, and they've had the same delivery guy just running around the neighborhood forever. The food is affordable. Um, That's what I think we can do as small businesses. Look after your own delivery service. Well, as small consultants, we would always say, don't support big consultancy. It's not value for money. Yeah. And there are ethics with where and how you spend your money. Whether you are Boston Consulting and you're choosing who you work with or you are ordering food for your family. Yeah. Well, very, very interesting. So what have we got to look forward to next week? Adapting to the new. Adapting to the new. Something a lot of people have a problem with. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, Brent. Thank you very much, Heidi. Talk to you soon. Ciao, ciao. Talk soon.